This episode is brought to you by Sour Patch Kids. Sweet and then sour, just like most children. I am. I am. <laughs> and I'm not as good as you, okay? You do the best ads. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, if someone Ouija knows Bobbin. how to get ads, let us know because I want people to sponsor us because Troy and I do not want to work anymore. <laughs> I do not know how many times we have to reiterate that, but we do not want to work. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. Sour anyway, kids. Sour. Troy and I are sweet. Thinking, oh my God. Gone. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, back to the thinking. Um, <laughs> That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> So Troy and I are thinking about doing stickers, cute little stickers for like your water bottle or your car or your laptop or your significant other, just put a sticker on them. I don't know. Um, and then we were also thinking of starting a Patreon and then one of the tiers would be a fun little Facebook group that if you donate like two bucks a month you get to join us on Facebook where we will share stupid things. Probably more Honestly. than Instagram. We would. I think we'd probably be more annoying on Facebook. So I think it's something oh, for sure. definitely would be interested in. <laughs> for sure. So if you like those ideas, please let us know. We'll try to remember to like post a poll or something on Instagram too. We're so bad at social media. If anyone wants to be a social media ma- manager, let us know. We can't pay you right now, but <laughs> <laughs> we can give you a lot of laughs. No, literally, if we had a nickel for every single episode that we said, oh my God, we'll post pictures of this later and have not, we would have enough money to quit our jobs. <laughs> and that's all we want. That's the goal here. Okay. Manifesting it. By July of next year, Troy and I will not be working anymore. We will be podcasting full-time. Hear that, God? Hear that? You freaking hear me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to another thrilling time traveling episode of Murder Road Trip. Yay. Murder <laughs> Road Trip. Yeah. So this week we're in Kansas. We're going to Kansas. We are in the K's. K is for Kenzie. Kenzie, you will be joining us Kenzie, for I the swear. Kentucky episode. <laughs> I don't know why it's Kentucky, but for both parts, because I'm going to do a spook in Kentucky. I already know which one. Mark it on your calendar. Mark it on your calendar. We don't even know what days to put on our calendar. <laughs> this entire podcast is just a game that Troy and I play, and we say, we can record after you get home from work. And then he gets home from work and he's like, hey, do you want to record? And I say, no, I'm in bed. I manage a retail store. So my hours are absolutely atrocious and never, ever the same. So we apologize. (laughs) Which is why, once again, we don't want to have to work anymore. (laughs) Anyway, back to Kansas. As Dorothy, never mind, she wasn't in Kansas anymore. So back to Kansas. Wait. Yeah, she we're was. Not in, we're not in Kansas anymore. She was in Kansas? She was, but when she was in Oz and she was actually happy. Kenzie just replied, sprints to phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
we talk about her so much. I wonder what people like think she looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Send us your best drawings of what you think Kenzie oh, looks like. Oh <laughs> my God. That's all I want. Please send us your best drawings of Mackenzie, my sister, and I will literally put them on anything and cry of laughter. <laughs> anyway, back to Kansas. Back to Kansas again. So we're going way back this week to the middle, late 1800s. I can't wait. I love these ones. I don't know why. They're so f- they're so fun because they're so dramatic. Is this oh one my dramatic? god, this one is so. <laughs> They're literally, they're just like completely outrageous. It's, yeah. It, <laughs> just wait. And this is the story of America's first family of serial killers that we know of. Oh my God. That's right, <laughs> folks. There's not just one. So this family is kind of wild. I kind of love them, kind of hate them. Okay. And this is the tale of the Bloody Benders. The Bloody Benders. The Bloody Benders. All right. So a little history lesson. In 1862, the government passed the Homestead Act, which granted 160 acres of federal land to any U.S. citizen, and they could live there for free if within five years they made a homestead and produced a crop, which apparently was a lot harder than it looked, according to Laura Ingalls Wilder. So if you didn't end up having any crops or building a home, you were basically kicked off the land and had to pay for it. Hence why most families couldn't, couldn't stay so they had to leave it anyway because they couldn't do it. Also, with this act, Native Americans were forced off their land. For example, the Osage tribes were forcibly moved from their home in Labette County, Kansas, to Oklahoma to make, quote, room for the settlers. I hate that. Can we just talk about how disrespectful mo- that entire, like, little spiel was? But the one disrespectful to everyone, no, but mostly the native, mostly the native Americans, but like literally they're like, if you cannot grow corn, you're done. Well, I was mostly thinking they were like, oh, sorry, you really have to get off your land because we need to make room for the settlers. Like that sounds like a problem of the settlers. I know. I, you know what just, I like what I, where's I like literally the logic behind that from I then don't to know this day logic. like it it doesn't what make sense logic is that like there's none it's I, just anyways we <laughs> I so the Quinn family didn't get over here until 1895 so we had nothing to do with this <laughs> <laughs> just saying we were we were also indentured servants and potato farmers. <laughs> anyway, I just don't get it. I I just do not. I, I don't, don't. I don't. I don't think we ever will. I don't. Uh, anyway, back to the bloody benders. But <laughs> so now we're talking about the Bender family. So October eighteen seventy, five families moved out of the area of Labette County. One of them were the Benders, and they were a so-called German immigrant family. We don't really know where they're from, but okay, someone just assumed they're from Germany. I don't know. Uh, the first two members of the family to arrive were John Bender Sr., who was 60. He could barely speak English and had one hell of a German accent. And then there was John Jr., who was about 25. He could speak English, but he had an acute little German accent. And apparently he would just randomly laugh and people would call him a half-wit. <laughs> 
which reminds those me of two, myself. <laughs> are those two like mutually exclusive or are those like he laughed a lot and also people called him a dimwit or did people call him a dimwit because he laughed so much? I think because he would randomly laugh and they're like, oh, this guy's a halfwit. Like he was deprived of oxygen at birth. Yikes. So father and son worked the little homestead themselves for a year. And then in 1871, the rest of the family joined them, which was Elvira Bender, a.k.a. Ma, who had a horrible personality, and Kate, who was 23. She was tall, with red hair, and had the most outgoing personality. So, me. (laughs) She also was a self-declared healer and psychic. Probably a scheme, but, you know. (laughs) This sounds... (laughs) I love this family. This sounds like, like <laughs> this sounds like a dating show, <laughs> but like from like the 60s or 70s, you're like, she had a great personality. Let's hear it for Elvira. And then like the chair turns around and the audience is like, ah, oh my God. I can't believe that there were like, love. I can't believe that there were like dating shows back then that were like that. Can you believe it? I mean, now we have the Bachelorette, so I can't. I was like, say, <laughs> I would prefer those over the ones we have now, just because like some of the ones that they've come out with recently are really like a little too much for me. <laughs> uh yeah, they never work out, so I don't understand what's the point of like, them. And, but like, some I mean, they make for really, me. they make for really great com- com- comedic relief for my life because it makes my life look a lot better oh the reality television that comes from it is absolutely exquisite but the, <laughs> exquisite. If, if you think about it too much it's so bad it's <laughs> i'm sorry but you cannot know someone enough to get engaged to them after literally having maybe three one-on-one dates no honestly like I'll kind of make fun of it but also I do respect it because I do not have like the mental strength oh no I would be out so fast I'd be like I cannot take it first of all I would not be able to be in a home with 25 other women most of them who are probably really mean because that seems who the bachelorette picks (laughs) or bachelor (laughs) anyway Back to the self-declared psychic abilities. So with Kate's abilities, the family set up a little store in their cabin by splitting it into two parts with canvas curtains. It was only one room, but somehow they they worked with what they had. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Literally. had to get that money. Wait, so this is, I forgot to ask. They were, you said he was on that little homestead for like a year. Were they like being successful with the expectations mm-hmm. that were yeah. put in front of them? Yep. Okay, okay. They like ended up building a little farm. Like, yeah, they oh, did it cool. somehow. The back of the cabin was where the family lived, and the front is where they had their cute little general store in their kitchen. Um, it kind of became known as Bender Inn because the family would let travelers stop by for a meal. And if they were super exhausted, they could like stay the night. Really cute, really great. Love it. How did they have room for that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So basically, as soon as the women got there, weird things began happening around their homestead. As soon as who First, the whip, like the ma and Kate. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. 
first, in May of 1871, a man's body was found southeast of the Bender property. His skull was crushed and his throat slashed. In February 1872, two more men were found with similar injuries and an itch. And more men just started disappearing off the Osage Trail, which is a well-known travel trail in the area. So it was like a highway, basically. Think about it. As news of the murders and disappearances spread, travelers began to take a different route altogether. They said, I'm not risking it. There's already no, snakes I and other things out here. <laughs> I'm not risking getting murdered. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, a man by the name of George Newton Lonker had lost his wife. So he decided to take himself and his 18 month old daughter, Marianne. And they were going to move to Independence, Kansas. It's not a good story. So don't. Yeah. Um, um, he unfortunately <laughs> never made it. Um, Dr. William Henry actually sold Lonker some horses and a wagon for his tra travels. And when he was told that the horses and wagon were found without Lonker in them Aww. near Fort Scott, he was like, all right, I'm gonna go look for them. So he says set out to look for them. And, um, in the spring of 1873 and along the way, he would ask other homesteaders if they'd see, if they had seen anything unusual, they were all like, no, I mean, I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't know. I was busy on my crops, honey. Yeah, I... they're they're worried about themselves. No, yeah. They're like, I don't want to get kicked off. <laughs> it's like it's like a really awful game show. Anyway. No, literally, except <laughs> like if you lose, you might die. The... Very true. Uh, so Sad. he eventually identified uh, the team of horses he sold along with clothes belonging to the man who disappeared. So he decided to go back to Independence, and on his way back, he stopped at Bender Inn, and he was never seen again. <laughs> However, Dr. Henry came from a pretty high societal family. His one brother was a colonel, and the other one was a member of the Kansas State Senate. Oh, dang. So, like... High up there. Whoa. Yeah. So, like, they definitely noticed when he was not yeah. there. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, when these two men didn't hear from their brother, they set out a 75 men search party. Bro. <laughs> and so some of the men, some of the men confronted the benders. The benders were basically like, well, John Jr. over here was shot by the river. So maybe he got into some trouble with some other trap travelers. And they're like, and then Kate, Kate was like, listen, I'll use my self-declared psychic abilities to help locate the body of Henry. And once clutch. again, they were once again like, <laughs> so they didn't. Um, like I said, the men weren't really buying it, but they also couldn't just like arrest a family without evidence. No, literally. In the 1870s. Yeah. <laughs> they needed some evidence. I mean, like something, like, <laughs> just a little uh, yeah. bit. I love that. <laughs> um, so, of course, gossip was around, especially in the 1800s, because once again, we learned that people had nothing better to do with their lives. Um, the colonel began to hear stories of some men going to the vendors and being threatened with knives and guns. Um, they would get yelled at by them, just like awful things and randomly. Yeah. 
So at this point, the benders knew that they were being looked at for all these missing people. So they just straight up and left. <laughs> they literally left, like they left all their farming animals. They left everything. They just left. Oh, they like, they, literally, <laughs> they ran for the hills. They're like, hmm, I don't want the any The hills artists. are alive. <laughs> these men are not. We have to get out of here. <laughs> So a neighbor of the Benders noticed that, like I said, the family's little farm was pretty still. And that's when he noticed that these people had just left. And then he was like, I smell something really weird coming from this cabin. (laughs) So um, some men returned to the cabin and what they found in the cabin was grotesque. So- Tell me about it. (laughs) They enter the cabin. And immediately they're hit with this putrid smell, like running into a brick wall. And they're just like, and then they, and then they, it's not funny. It's just just what this family did. I don't know. Um, And then, uh, yeah. So they noticed the smell got even worse near the bed. Um, They're like, "Um, this is weird. So they move the bed and they find a trap door. They opened the trap door and saw pools of coagulated blood, which means like, think of it like blood jelly. (laughs) I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Um, So they have like all this blood, but they have like no bodies. And they're like, this is so weird. What is happening? And then they notice how like the orchard slash garden has like new dirt and the rows aren't even, and like, it's kind of like dug up and they're like, oh no, oh no. Oh no. So they began to dig around and they found the body of Dr. York in a shallow grave. And over the next few days found 10 or more bodies. Oh my gosh. Including the 18 month old Marianne, who they thought was buried alive. Like, why baby? Why don't you just keep the kid? Yeah, you could you know raise what I mean? Like, she's not going to remember. You. Oh, my God, yeah. sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Not that yeah, I'm encouraging that behavior, <laughs> but, like, if you were, like, if I you were the to. murderer, like, yeah, like, why wouldn't you? Whatever. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Yeah, so as for the rest of the Disgusting. bodies, they all, <laughs> they all have the same injuries. They all had a bastion skull and their throat slit. After talking to numerous survivors of the lovely inn, they developed a theory of what the Bender family actually would do. So they think that the guest would be seated at like the head of the table in front of that canvas d- divider. Okay. And then when they weren't looking or as they were enjoying their meal of stew or whatever, one of the men would hit them over the head with a hammer. Oh. And then one of the women would slit their throat just for good measure. And then down the trap door, they would go. What does this sound like? So we're like getting a little Sweeney Todd up in here. (laughs) Literally, that's all I can picture. Business never better using only... (laughs) homestead neighbors and toast i guess his neighbors 
a little neighbors. <laughs> anyway, back to the coagulated blood. Um, so- oh, I'm literally going to throw Like, can you, I cannot even imagine. Like, that's it's disgusting. So that's disgusting. <laughs> Not funny. I'm sorry. So, um, after they did their little Sweeney Todd ditty, uh, the body was in the whole thing. And then they would either bury the body in the orchard hole or just dismember them and then bury the body parts forever. It's easier, you know? It's easier. <laughs> it's less, less work. Less work. Less work. Better for the grub. Small amounts in the garden. Um, <laughs> but the weird thing was a lot of these bodies were found with like all their valuables still on them. So like the family was literally just killing these people for fun. <laughs> no, literally, what was even the point? <laughs> literally just killing people for fun. Oh my god, that's a new one. Not that they should have yeah. killed them in the first place, but like if you were, are, if- I'm sure they kept like some stuff, but like a lot of like, like there were like watches still on them, and like a lot of like, like gold was still on them, like. <laughs> That is like, so were weird. they really bored out there? I mean, I get it. Like, you They'd are all alone. Be. But, like, what are they gaining? You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess we I won't understand because we we're not murderers and we don't have that mindset, but. And also, they n- never found them. So they couldn't, like, ask them. <laughs> they never God, found never. them. Literally, the family basically disappeared. There were like theories flying around that they've just fled farther west and started a new life. Like it wasn't hard back then. You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, some people think they were killed by vigilantes. Maybe. I um, love a good vigilante kill. We love it. Lone <laughs> Ranger, where are you? Um, <laughs> others claim to have seen the women wandering around Michigan. I don't know whatever All right. um, <laughs> as for as for the bender homestead itself per 1800 style people just began raiding it and taking all sorts of fun things from the house oh of course bricks. yeah i mean <laughs> Dang. literally no they like took the entire homestead random people i mean and to finish up to this day we do not know exactly where the homestead is but honestly, maybe that's for a good thing. That's honestly probably for the better. Yeah, I like. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to be uncovering any of those ghosts. Swing your razor wand, Sweeney. Join our Patreon to see our two-man show of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> we could do it. I think it'd be so funny. It would be, be hilarious. A, it would be so bad, but so no funny. good. <laughs> Okay, you're Sweeney Todd. Oh, I'm Sweeney Todd. (laughs) Yeah, because then you can like be half and half. You can be like Sweeney Todd saying to Joanna, and then I can be Mrs. Lovett and Toby. What about Anthony? (laughs) I guess you'll also have to be Anthony, and then I'll have to be Pirelli. Okay. Yeah, because Pirelli's like out of there. What about the judge? (laughs) There are well, then so after, many. <laughs> after Pirelli dies, I can be the judge. Okay. And the Beatle. The Me, best. I forgot hair. that. 
<laughs> I forgot that every single character in that show is honestly pretty significant. <laughs> Literally, I don't think there's one person that. Yeah. Because, like, even in the movie, the beggar woman's not that prominent, but in, like, the actual show, the beggar woman's part is, like, she's there the whole time. She, and it's she pretty... needs to be. She's No, yeah. I mean, the bombshell at the end is what she really counts for. <sighs> I love that show so much. Don't did I tell I you? Know you, she said. <laughs> yeah, you did know her, you dummy. Anyway, my did I tell you, whenever we did that at IUP, my aunt was, like, horrified. No, I don't think so. <laughs> they came to see it, um, and she literally hated it. <laughs> she was so <laughs> horrified that we were putting on a show like that. And I was like, well, thank God we took out the judges' song. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sorry that she was horrified, but the fact that she understood it enough to be horrified is a good sign because the general consensus for that entire show was anyone that saw it had no idea what was going on. If they really? Hadn't seen it. Yeah, they were oh, like Oh, that's so true because we didn't have even, a lot of dialogue. No, cuz like even I was sitting there and I was like if I had never seen this show before, I would not know what is going on right now. <laughs> and I was in it kind of. I was playing for it, I guess, but you were playing for it. You were my little songbird. <gasps> The pay- there was a clarinet thing. It was a doo 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 doo. But then the piccolo had the. the- oh yeah, the piccolo. I'll never forget that. And they forgot to turn on my mic for the first like. Did few they really? Of that. <laughs> yeah. So so instead of hearing like great enchantment, you heard like. oh god no i I didn't know that i was like i literally only have one night to do this and you messed it up (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that anyway that was kansas that was kansas that one was kind of interesting (laughs) wait what did you cut out did you say fucked or funny (laughs) i was gonna say fun and then i stopped myself ah yes (laughs) No, very, just like silly. Cause like, it was so far along ago. They like have almost no information about it except that it happened. And you were very surprised. Like you were like, what? No, literally me. Um, <laughs> also, oh, my other thing. One, okay, whatever. They're killing people for literally no reason, apparently. Two, you're on these homesteads, which I'm assuming are like fairly- Anyways, back to the homesteads. Back to the homesteads. <laughs> They're, I feel like they're like probably like pretty close in relation to each other, like the like location wise. Well, they each got 160 acres. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Were you not listening to my history lesson? I was. You were like spitting it out really fast, though. Uh (laughs) And I didn't stutter once. I know. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Because I put on an accent. If I like have an accent, I don't stutter. (gasps) Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But anyways, so like the homesteads, obviously they lived at that homestead. Why would they bury these bodies on their garden that obviously belonged to them? I never said they were smart. I mean, obviously they didn't even take the money off the people they killed. <laughs> Literally, I, that's like one thing I wish like I could, we could know is like, why? Why'd you do it? Literally, why? 
I don't condone Why'd you put- murder ever, but like I could, I could see their um, motive if they actually took things from these people. But, oh yeah, like- or like this is gonna sound gross, but like totally Sweeney Todd it up and like. Well, so that was my priest. <laughs> no, that was my first thought too because they had their little bed and breakfast situation going on. I mean, we don't know. They might have. What was especially you, since the bodies were dismembered? Yeah. Who knows? Also, like, what were they using? Like, why is the blood in the basement? Because they would literally Sweeney Todd it and drop them into the basement. <clears throat> literally, like the scene in Sweeney Todd with his chair. That's what they did. Man, you really don't know a person, huh? (laughs) And this is why we don't stop at random bed and breakfasts. Oh my gosh. No, it's true. It's so true. So true, bestie. So true, bestie. It's just scary. Kenzie. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Maybe we should just make a sticker that says Kenzie with an exclamation point. I would love that. (laughs) Or a hat. A hat that just has Kenzie. Kenzie. Kenzie, why aren't you on this call? Uh, now it's time for Silly Crimes of Troy, the portion of the show when Troy tells silly crime. Here's Troy, reporting live. Thank you so much, Shannon. I'm here in central Pennsylvania. <laughs> you sound like an auctioneer. <laughs> okay, we have five minutes. Let's do this thing. All right. Florida sheriff urges residents not to shoot at Hurricane Irma. More at 11. <laughs> I, I guess there, what? I just, I, nothing. I just don't understand people. There was like an online prank. So I thought they would, people, I think they assumed that people might <clears throat> do it for funnies. The online prank, I know we're probably going to start a new meeting, but I just have to say this. Do you remember when, um, the people were planning to raid Area 51. Uh, yes. <laughs> the Facebook group. I forgot about that. You brought that up, like, whenever you said, like, it was a planned prank. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, anyways, back to the Florida man. Back to them. Back. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be eating Sour Patch Kids while I'm trying to talk. (laughs) Suspect forgets to flush toilet, leaves DNA for police. (gasps) None of these have any explanation either. I love it. No, that makes it even better because then we can just speculate. All right, is it Tucson or Tucson? You did not just ask me that. <laughs> I did. Tucson. Okay. Snorting. <laughs> Is it Tucson or Tucson? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Is it potato or potato? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tucson police investigate white powdery substance. Cocaine. 
probably again wow. that's literally it that's, oh. <laughs> that's all i have <laughs> okay it looks like there's a video but i'm not gonna be watching that was there literally only three on that page <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> yay oh wait there's a part two. Oh. oh, these are okay oh these are gonna be the ones that we already saw i think oh rude maybe not this one Police were informed February 25th by a resident of the 1000 block of Raritan Drive that a family in the area is taking over the minds of local dogs and turning them against their owners. Police were advised by the person that the only way to protect a dog is to install an anti-force field on its head before letting the animal go outside. Back to you, Shannon. <laughs> Thank you, Troy. It sounds like their dog is a cone head. <laughs> Literally. The aluminum foil cone head that will save us all from the aliens. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us on our little trip to Kansas. We visited the homesteads. We saw a little gogulated blood or whatever. <laughs> we saw a few dead bodies. We sure did. We had a little brunch. Um, follow us on Instagram at Murder Road Trip Pod. Email Shannon your spooky, funny, crazy, whatever stories you want to send us at murderrt at gmail.com. And as always. Um, <laughs> rate, comment, subscribe. <laughs> so sorry. Anyway. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What the fuck? It's going to kick us out any second. I'm, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I'm literally dead. And as always, uh... I never thought I was smart. <laughs> <laughs>